0: Hey, Shakers, and welcome to the Worth Your Salt podcast, the podcast that shakes up your marketing game in the health and wellness industry. We're your hosts. I'm Jennifer Oroquois. And I'm Chrissy Oliverson. Join us as we dive into the trends, tools, and resources for not only fitness and nutrition companies, but also for organizations that focus on overall physical and mental health and appearance. We'll be exploring demand generation, content strategy, and unlocking the secrets to creating massive return on your marketing investment. We'll leave you shaking up your marketing strategies like a pro.
1: Today, I wanted to talk about some of the common mistakes that we see our clients making in the health and wellness industry that are truly so easily fixable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, for example, how well do you know your target market? And by that, I mean, are you talking about what you provide or are you talking about the benefits that your target market's going to see? And beyond that, have you fully learned and leaned in to a great demand gen strategy? So anyway, we're going to be going into this in more detail, and we're so glad you're joining us, and we're excited to dive in.
0: So, Chrissy, we wanted to look specifically at three of these challenges, which aren't necessarily unique to health and wellness, but definitely can affect this industry. So first, let's talk about what you mentioned a minute ago about understanding your target market.
1: For sure. This is a sticky issue. It's really difficult to realize a lot of people that you are not your target market and that can lead to really generic messaging that does not differentiate your offering from your competitors and I know that we're going to talk about this later um, about how to not just understand the market but how to connect with them. But just realizing that you have to keep that person in mind is a huge quick win. Just making that mindset shift.
0: Yeah, for sure. And connected to that is the second problem we wanted to talk about of focusing too much on yourself. Like I've seen this time and time again. For instance, if you offer medical aesthetics and your homepage just lists out Botox, fillers, IV infusion, you're not speaking to that target audience. You're focusing too much on what you're giving rather than what your target market is getting. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Plus, you're not giving Google anything to really sink their teeth into. For example, while you do still want to try to rank for what your target market is searching for, if you're just focusing on what you offer, you're competing for visibility with every single practitioner across the country who offers Botox. So I want to talk about this problem of focusing on yourself too much.
0: Yeah. And then third, I know we also see a lot of health and wellness practitioners who just don't have the time to fully embrace digital marketing. By that, I mean, while they of course have a website, they're barely scratching the surface of what's possible in terms of focused content, driving traffic to that site, and all the ways you can make that happen. Exactly.
1: This is one huge pain point that I probably hear about the most. There's just so much potential in digital, even when you're focusing on a local market that you want you want people walking in your door. Mm. I see so many practitioners who lean into in-office or in-gym printed flyers or mailers who say that word of mouth has been their best marketing efforts that they've ever done. So while there's nothing wrong with those more traditional methods, they can be really difficult to scale and really exhausting to continue to have to come up with like the next best marketing idea
0: for sure. All right, Chrissy, you and I need to take a quick sponsorship break right now. But when we return, we're going to dig into some of these common problems. Stay with us. The Worth Your Salt podcast is grateful to our partners and sponsors, including our client, Paleo Scalio. Your health and wellness clients deserve nutrition inspiration that's easy and delicious. I'm Jessica Scully, owner of Paleo Scalio. No matter if your clients are looking for dairy-free, gluten-free, great veggies, or fantastic protein sources, Paleo Scalio provides the balance they need. Visit paleoscalio.com for fantastic recipes and resources, healthy shopping lists, and entertaining stories that will keep your clients engaged in their healthy journey. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and subscribe at paleoscalio.com to start getting healthy recipes that pack a punch of flavor in your inbox every week.
1: We are back here on the Worth Your Salt podcast. And Jen, these three mistakes can be really troublesome for a lot of folks in the health and wellness space. So missing the mark with your target audience, selling products instead of results, and not taking the time to do digital marketing well can lead to a whole host of roadblocks
0: for your potential clients. Mm-hmm, for sure. And I think people really what they need to think about is what you and I often call the customer pathway. You know, anytime you put roadblocks in front of your prospect, you're going to lose people. And it reminds me of a keynote that I saw um, story brand, uh, the author Donald Miller gave at a marketing summit several years ago. And he talked about how we as business owners deliver information. And he said, every time you provide a piece of information about your business, picture handing that person a bowling ball. So you're a gym and the first thing people see on your website is your address and phone number. That's one bowling ball they got to hold on to. Scroll down and see that you have state-of-the-art equipment. Further down, class times. Well, this is all great info, but you've just handed someone three bowling balls to juggle and they still don't know what you do or what they should do next. So if the next item down is pricing, you've just covered all three of those bowling balls in Vaseline and you'll be lucky if your prospect is still holding even just one. <laughs> so his whole analogy there, if we can only hold so much information in our heads at a time, you want to get to the point. What do you have to offer that you can demonstrate right out of the gate? Yeah, that's quite the visual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> another, another problem is that you have to speak directly Directly to your target audience? Do you understand what they're seeking and how they want to get that information? Once we master that, we need to clearly connect them with the results we're providing. That's what we mean by customer pathway, walking through each step in a process of discovering that not only is there a solution to the problem, but we have the solution to their problem.
0: Mm -hmm. And I love that, that idea of problem aware, solution aware, our solution aware. So looking at these these problems from the perspective of the customer journey, what would you say the detrimental effects could be of missing the mark on our target market?
1: A lack of unique brand voice that resonates with your target market can make your prospects forget who you are, leading to a lack of engagement. Mm -hmm. And that looks like things like unopened emails, general disinterest in what you provide. So the downside of that is that your target market can just head to a competitor who they resonate with better.
0: Yeah, for sure. When you start losing traction there and when health and wellness providers only talk about themselves, their products, their offering, they actually risk market confusion. It's so important to differentiate yourself from same product or same service providers, no matter whether that's just competitors online or locally. You know, you've got to solve this problem quickly or prospective customers just don't even know what they're supposed to do.
1: Yeah. And the third problem, failure to embrace digital It can just be flat out costly. So think about your marketing right now. Are you using those, quote, old school methods and mediums like the mailers and the trackable phone numbers to measure effectiveness? And yes, we do still see a lot of that in the health and wellness <laughs> space. Mm-hmm. You're truly just tossing money out the window. Digital is so much easier to scale. You can do so much more of that set it and forget it type of marketing tactics that continue to churn in revenue while you sleep. And we're gonna get into a little bit more of that later
0: on in the podcast. All right, Chrissy, I think we're ready to talk about what health and wellness practitioners need to do to fix these common mistakes easily and start growing right away. But before we do, it's time for another quick break. We'll be right back after this.
1: You are listening to the Worth Your Salt podcast. And today we're talking about some pretty common and easily fixed mistakes that health and wellness practitioners make in their marketing. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. So be sure to join us over on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, at Salt Marketing Co, and let us know your thoughts.
0: So we're back. And I tell you what, I hope everyone is ready to take some quick notes because we are going to fly through some fantastic solutions here. So first, if you're not sure that you have a good grasp on your target market now, analyze your competitors, get away from your own marketing and look at their messaging. Does it resonate with your ideal client profile? If not, why not? So from there, you want to talk to your best clients, ask them what they want to hear from you. Those clients come back to you again and again for a reason. And it's not because you have the best kettlebells in town. Find out what your target market really wants by simply asking them.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I'll add to that, that using the same language that they use, so the vocabulary, the jargon, the words, phrases that they use to describe their results, are the same things that you want to be saying in your marketing. And you can hone in on exactly what your ideal client is looking for, what their exact pain point is. When you can do that, you're not only conducting great marketing, but you're building this sense of trust and understanding. And you're saying, I get you and I can help you.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's really good advice. But I'd even add to that the idea of storytelling. So as certified brand consultants, we believe in creating a connection with your target market by sharing stories that reinforce how you can help them solve those challenges and, and achieve their goals. By clearly articulating the story, you're going to forge a bond with people who really feel like you get them, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. So the second challenge we talked about is around too much focus on yourself and not enough on the results that your clients get. This is such an easy trap to fall into, but we can definitely help you climb out. So first, look at your current marketing materials with a critical eye. How many times do you mention the results your clients are getting? Testimonials are an easy way to do this, but be sure you're also identifying the problems you solved so your target market can connect that testimonial to their specific issue or problem.
1: Yeah. Another way to shift the focus is with case studies. If you have the ability to craft an in-depth look at a challenge you solved A case study can be a really powerful way to start talking about the results your clients can expect. And then something we are always sure to do when we develop case studies or any results oriented stories is we are always sure to add a very clear call to action, a CTA. Uh, You just can't forget that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So don't just type up a PDF and hope that people start coming to you be sure to include a link to your booking form, your phone number, or whatever your preferred method is to connect with new clients.
0: Yeah, for sure. That helps you identify who's in market because they're going to reach out to you. And I thought of one other thing we were talking about too much focus on yourself and not enough on the results. One way you can kind of test for that is go to your website. How many times do you say the word we or the word I, as opposed to you? So are you talking to your target market are you you know it's it's what are we doing versus what are you getting so think about you know counting up those those pronouns there and seeing which which thing you're focusing on so one other thing I will mention, and I see a lot of aesthetic surgeons doing this really well, um, but it honestly applies it throughout this industry, is before and after pictures. So this shifts the focus away from the product or service to the result, which motivates people to take action.
1: Um, I don't know how I ended up on plastic surgery content on TikTok, but <laughs> I did. And that was really genius marketing, Uh getting your happiest clients to do the marketing Mm -hmm. for you is the ideal scenario. And I stumbled upon that on TikTok. And yes, you're right. You're right on point. Mm -hmm. So now I want to shift the focus over to this hesitancy we see to fully embrace digital marketing and how we can overcome that as quickly as possible. Of course, the solutions we presented can all be part of your whole digital marketing strategy, but the frustration we most often hear centers around two things. One- I don't know what to do. And two, I don't have time to learn.
0: Yeah, that's so true. But honestly, digital marketing can easily become part of what you think about each day, particularly if you have a partner like Salt Marketing to help you actually get things done to execute on it. So if you have a great meeting with a client where he shared his results with you and you think I should create a story around this, you can literally have his story online within just a couple of days working for you and bringing new clients to your door.
1: And when you start to get intentional about your digital marketing, it gets so much easier. So like... Don't just beat your head against the wall every single day thinking, what in the world am I going to post on social or I've got to get my next email out? Instead, something I've done in the past is just had a running note on my phone with ideas for things that I want to try or things I want to talk about. And then when I have a good chunk of ideas, I just calendar them out.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's super advice. And just to get a little meta, we do that here on Worth Your Salt. We map out our topics a couple of weeks in advance. We schedule the time and we explore the topic. And so there's no hesitation to use digital marketing because we hit that record button only once we have that production schedule already planned out.
1: Right. Yep. And then on the heels of that thought, I just want to be clear that one of the best ways to get great results from digital marketing is to produce that great helpful content that you know your audience really needs. So not just articles, but short form video, infographics, social media carousels, really anything that you know that your target market is hungry for. So when you embrace digital in that way, that's that's when the magic really starts to happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So get to know your target market, take time to think about the results you provide and dive into digital with partners who really help you grow. I think that's all we have time for today. Of course, everything we're talking about today is also over on our blog at saltmarketing.co. I want to thank our audience for joining us for this week's episode of Worth Your Salt. Don't forget that a new episode of Worth Your Salt drops every Thursday. Be sure to get on the list for our newsletter at saltmarketing.co slash worth so you don't miss a single episode. Yes.
1: And if you have any questions or want to get in touch, we would love to hear from you. You can email us
0: at grow at saltmarketing.co. And finally, leave us a review or give the show a handful of stars wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Worth Your Salt. Let's get out there and shake things up.